their lives to, to, to Christ as their Savior and as their Lord and um, are wanting to commit themselves to grow with uh, Harvest and to be part of um, what our church stands for, not only uh, as a church, but uh, in our witness in the world as well. And so we're very excited today to um, have a couple folks um, who will be uh, committing their hearts to us as a congregation. Danny Chan and Alex Pack will be um, sharing their uh, testimony and their journey of faith and how um, they've gotten to this place in committing their hearts to the Lord. So um, we'll have Danny come up first. Danny is a, um, going to be on staff with University Christian Fellowship at the University of Central Florida and um, was getting a master's degree in uh, some like sea uh, stuff where he dives with dolphins at uh, SeaWorld and, and Disney and things like that. So he's going to share. So let's, um, let's encourage him. Give him a round of applause. All right. Good morning, guys. Um, thanks for giving me the opportunity to come up here and share with you. Uh, most of you guys don't know this, but I have actually lived in Orlando for almost a year before I started coming to Harvest. Uh, when I first moved to Florida was when, uh, when I had for, uh, re- just graduated from college. Uh, I was hired by Disney uh, as an intern, working with animals and things like that. So uh, I came down here uh, in January of 2008. And uh, at that time, I didn't really know anybody here. And I was mainly just focusing on settling down here and uh, uh, just kind of, you know, getting used to moving to a new place in a new city. Um, so during my internship, most of the Sundays I had to work. So I couldn't really, it was difficult for me to actually commit to a local church. Um, but uh, even after my internship had ended, um, I uh, started kind of visiting different churches. And I was just finding that most of the churches I visited weren't really providing what I was looking for. And that having just kind of graduated from college and being really involved with my college fellowship, I kind of felt that the real world, my church life in the real world was kind of dissatisfying. Um, And I couldn't really find a community of Christians that could uh, love on me and care for me as a family away from home. Um, So I share this before a little bit, but later on during the same year, um, my parents came and visited me here in Orlando. And uh, my dad actually died in a drowning accident while he was here visiting me. Um, so I had to leave town for a few weeks uh, to, you know, kind of um, uh, make some arrangements for the uh, funeral and things like that. And I was actually out of the country. Uh, and the very Sunday after I had returned to Orlando was when I first came into Harvest. And uh, I remember the first Sunday here, I, uh, as soon as I pulled into the parking lot, I was warmly greeted by Brother Eugene. And uh, he actually told me, uh, you know, he showed me around where to, where to actually go and where the worship service was taking place. And also it turned out that our brother, John Lee, whom I went to high school with in Chicago, uh, was also a part of this church. And also met Pastor Solo and Jane at the time, whom I found out that uh, they both knew my cousin when they were at the University of Illinois. Um, so immediately I felt like I, I'm not such a stranger here. And as soon as the uh, worship service started, you know, the familiar uh, style of worship and the wise words of Pastor D.L. immediately made me feel at home. And after the service that Sunday, I was even invited to Rehan's second uh, birthday party by Ricky and Gian, even though nobody knew who I was. So um, I just felt really welcome and loved. So, uh, um, so over, um, I knew immediately that this will be the church that I will be kind of growing over the next season of my life. So over, t- over time, I started to get to know uh, some of the folks here uh, at Harvest more. I got plugged in with my cell church, and I really began to grow and truly experience the love and grace uh, that was shown by the people here. Um, uh, and uh, 
not only did I gain wisdom from the pastoral staff here, but the church also has aided me in my healing process, uh, dealing with the traumatic event of my dad passing away. Um, so, you know, I just thought that God couldn't have provided me a, you know, a more appropriate church at a more appropriate time. Um, so as I began to get more and more involved with the church, I also began to kind of pursue um, what it would be like to become a member here. Uh, but there's one main reason why it has actually taken me so long. So if I may make a uh, confession to you guys today, uh, for the first year that I was involved here, it was really actually difficult for me to give to the church. I don't really know why. I don't know if it's because I just uh, was insecure or I didn't really understand the importance of giving. And uh, over time, naturally became kind of uh, overwhelmed by the guilt of feeling like I'm receiving so much from the church, but I wasn't doing my part of giving anything back. And ironically, as, he, as Pastor Dio has mentioned, uh, God has called me into ministry working with college students now, and uh, where 100% of my funding is actually dependent on, uh, on the grace of folks that I know giving. And uh, so as I began to learn more about the grace of Christ and and uh, what it is what it means to give and partner with the ministry. I started asking myself, how can I expect people to give and partner with my ministry when I myself and not I'm not giving to the ministry that's been shepherding me. Um, so as I started learning more and more about it, I felt really compelled to to start giving, even even if I'm struggling financially. And as soon as I started doing so, I started to ex- truly experience the freedom and joy in giving. And that I felt like my relationship with Harvest now is no longer just a one-way relationship. So I want to become a member today for a couple of reasons. Uh, first, I want to, uh, as I begin my ministry with college students at UCF, um, I'm going to be spending a lot of time with students. Um, kind of engaging in evangelism and provide, providing pastoral care for them. Uh, so at the same time, I'm going to continue to need the emotional and spiritual support that I've been receiving from you guys here. And second, after spending almost two years here, um, since I first walked into this church, um, I'm ready to make official commitment to you guys, uh, as this church has been committed to caring and loving on me over some of the most difficult times of my life. So thank you guys so much, and I pray that uh, the Lord will con- continue to bear fruit among us in our community as I officially join this family today. Thank you, Danny. Um, Alex Pack is going to come, and he's going to share. He's uh, finished, he finished his first year at Seminole State College, and um, unlike Danny, Alex has been uh, with our church for some time, but has recently experienced um, some of the fullness of the blessing of God in his life uh, through our congregation. And so uh, we're going to welcome him to come and share. So let's invite Alex up. How's it going? Hey, how's it going? All right. Uh, my name is Alex Pack. And uh, if you don't know who I am, all you pretty much have to know is two things. One, I'm a, what Dio said, I'm a, a community college student at Seminole State, and with ho- I'm have, I have an undecided major, and I have hopes of transferring and figuring out what my major is eventually. So yeah. The second thing is I like turtles. And yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. I'm going to start my testimony now, if you don't mind. Of course you don't mind. I'm going to stand here. All right. Uh, throughout the first three years of my high school life, um, I lived very, very, very carelessly. I was your typical 2.9, 3.0 GPA student 
really lazy. You know, uh, I was a student who would do the minimum of crowd work, had random daydreams about whatever goes in my mind. And, uh, you know, I, I was always like this, excuse me? And she'll be like, yes? He'll be like, can I use the bathroom? And she'll be like, all right, go. And I walk around the school two times. <laughs> uh, to, to sum it all up, I really just hated high school, you know? It wasn't until my senior year where uh, I be, just went into panic mode and everything just hit me in the face. I was 17 years old, about to get out of high school, and was ready for the next step in life, except that I wasn't ready for the next step in life. You know, uh, I remember starting to panic around the beginning of my senior year. The thoughts going through my head were, uh, dang, Alex, you're going to be the only kid that doesn't get accepted into a university and just end up going to a community college. And all your kids, all your friends in Bible study are going to go to universities. What's up with you, man? You could have done better, you know? And thoughts like this, you know, continue to uh, haunt me, like, throughout a lot of my senior years. And, um, you know... I thought about my future, and like I thought I was useless, and I couldn't think of what I could possibly do in this life for God. Um, on top of that, life at home was such a struggle. Just like small, um, just like small, most small family businesses, the small convenience store my family started, family owned, started suffering. Business was slow. Our only employee quit, and you know I could just feel my parents' stress weighing down on me. Um, to make matters worse, um, basically, uh, whenever me and my dad get in a fight. Um, there's always fists thrown at each other, you know, physical, just like confrontation with one another, words that should never have been said. And, um, you know, we got into the, I'd say, one of the biggest fights uh, we've ever gotten into that year, that October. And um, the result of this fight left me more, the pre- more depressed than I've ever been. This added with the thoughts of not knowing what to do with my life and the family stress had a devastating impact on me. Mm. I remember um, just like random, like in the middle of my senior year, just it's during winter. I remember it's just remember it being really cold. And I remember con- this um, contemplating suicide. You know, uh, I hated myself. I every time I looked into the mirror, I, you know, I hated the reflection I saw back at me, and I hated myself. You know, thoughts like this continued throughout the rest of my year, and um, there were even times where, like I. I just like sit around, sit around, like walk around the streets, and really wish that you know a truck would run over me. Or you know, sometimes I'd be driving like really fast for some reason, and I found out that I just really wanted to get in a car accident or something. You know, um, thoughts like yeah. Eventually, you know, I truly thought that God's plan for me was that um, ev- to show everybody what a failure I was, so that they would not follow my example. You know, thinking this made me compare people. Um, myself to people at Harvest constantly. Um, this resulted in me hating going to church. Um, uh, you know, uh, there's some times where, you know, I just hide in the bathroom stalls when I was 15 minutes early to church. And, um, you know, and, uh, I left as soon as I can. I hated, I couldn't get anything out of the service. And, you know, I, I just hated myself, hated that I couldn't do anything, hated that I couldn't get anything out of service, and I was frustrated and thought there was no hope for a person like me. Um, during this, the good thing that this uh, testimony doesn't end like that, so yeah. <laughs> uh, during the summer of 2009, things changed. I remember, um, you know, chilling with uh, the Lee family, because I'm best friends with Monica, Ryan, and Chris, and, um, you know, I think we were watching um, 
uh, Grey's Anatomy or something like that. <laughs> and, uh, their their mom their mom Janet was there, and um, that Sunday it was a Sunday, and that Sunday I didn't go to church for obvious reasons right now. And um, I I was hesitated at first, but she kind of used her magical ways to you know sp- let me spill out a lot of what was going on through my life. And uh, she basically told me, uh, you know, it's simple, but it really affected my life. She told me to go out and attend church more, and to have a mindset. For, mindset of wanting to get something out of church rather than constantly hating the fact I was there and avoid going. She also told me to surround myself with Christians rather than stay at home by myself. And I find, found that to be the biggest, um, biggest advice uh, she gave me this year. And, you know, I took her advice and, you know, I did my best. Uh, I did force myself to attend church regularly for the rest of the summer. You know, I'm not going to say like, oh, Right after that Sunday, I feel great again. No, it wasn't like that. Uh, I felt a bit more, well, after a couple of weeks, I felt a bit more comfortable, but not fully, like, satisfied with what I'm getting out of this church. But um, it wasn't until when I entered a cell church where my life truly changed. Um, and I'm really blessed to be in the cell church. Uh, the reasons why, uh, well, there's a story before, behind this. I remember it being Thursday, and it was cell church night. Uh, Paul, I think uh, Andrew, texted me, and he's like, are you going to cell church? I was like, what? What's that? And he was, he's like, you should, you should come. I'm like, all right, I'll go. I, don't even, I didn't even know what it was. And, um, you know, I just, I, I remember being like a nervous wreck a couple hours before, you know. I was paranoid, uh, nervous, and, you know, I thought everybody would just look and judge at me because I'm just paranoid like that. And, um, Thank God I was wrong, for real. Praise God I was wrong. You know, I couldn't have been more blessed with the nicest and goofiest people I've ever encountered. Uh, I'd started to do things. I started to, like, talk to people. And, you know, like, the first thing, the, fir- the story here, uh, the first, the, when I first entered, uh, Paul, it was at Paul's house, Paul Kim's house. And, like, um, I was kind of nervous. And then I saw Paul grilling eggs for some reason. And then... <laughs> I went, I went in there, and I was like, huh, what's up, Paul? I like those eggs sunny side up. You think you could do that? And then we started talking. And then uh, eventually, uh, you know, uh, that was like the gateway for me uh, to just interact with other people and really surround myself with Christians. And, um, you know, I've, you know, uh, I've been, the cell church helped me to be more open about the struggles I've been going through. It let me be, or be comfortable around Christians. I mean, be around Christians and have people constantly pray for me. You know, I eventually found myself wanting to go to church more and um, hang out with my fellow Christians. And, yeah. And um, lastly, you know, I, I still struggle with life, like, obviously. And, um, you know, I de- deal with my fair share of hindrances, depression, anger, and doubt. But one thing is different this time. You know, I know that this time I know that God is with me through all of my pain and suffering. And He has a plan for me, He has a plan for everybody. And and um, and I I don't feel I don't feel any I just feel more confident in myself. I feel like you know I I have a reason to live on this life. And even though I don't know what God hasn't planned for me, I he I know that He has something um just like tremendous for a guy like me. You know, and um I have a you know I also have a church to be here with me, constantly praying and looking after me. This past school year, I realized how I'm not worthless, and that God has placed stepping stones for me long before I was born. 
There's no way for me to live this life without him. And so I recommitted my life to him. You know, I thank my church, my cell church, pastors, the Lee family for always praying for me and listening to what I needed to say. I'm happy. I'm finally ready to live a life entirely for God. And you know, I couldn't be more stoked for what he has planned for me. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you uh, for those unique, uh, personal testimonies of God's grace in your life. Um, I want to invite you guys to, to stand, and um, as you commit to membership in the church, to um, acknowledge the vows of membership as you have uh, declared in your interview and as you have been taught in our Intro to Harvest class. If you want to raise your right hand and um, as they go through these promises that are written in, your, uh, in the insert, on the back of uh, the insert, uh, for those who are already members at Harvest, I want to encourage you to um, renew your vows in a sense as well, and to think about in what ways am I uh, really living in, what ways can I continue to live in the vows that I made at the time of my membership. So Danny and Alex, do you acknowledge yourselves to be a sinner in the sight of God, justly deserving his displeasure and without hope except through his sovereign mercy? Amen. Do you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ as a son of God and savior of sinners? And do you rest, receive and rest upon him alone for salvation as he is offered in the gospel? Amen. Do you now resolve and promise in humble reliance upon the grace of the Holy Spirit that you will endeavor to live as become the follower of Christ? You promise to support the church in its worship and work to the best of your ability. Amen. You submit yourself to the government and discipline of the church and promise to study its purity and peace. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Now, um, by the authority of the session of our church, Korean Presbyterian Church of Orlando, I am uh, glad to welcome you and to declare that you're an official member of Harvest KPCO and Central Florida Presbytery, Presbyterian Church in the USA. So welcome. Thank you for being part of our church. <laughs> 